Welcome to Junior L's and Now What? Anime episode, ultimate episode 176. So, as I'm going through these, I have to make a comment, and that comment is this. Some of these anime that I am talking about are either ones that haven't finished yet, uh, meaning they're still airing and or dubbing, or, in this particular case, it's an anime I haven't finished yet. Um, now, part of it is is they are actually adding to this one, but uh, it's, it's largely finished and dubbed, but it's just one we haven't finished. Um, you'll hear this a lot from me, and if you know my family, you'll hear this a lot from them as well. I have a tendency to start something and not finish it, especially when it comes to TV shows. Uh, classic examples, Psych, Bones, Castle, the list goes on. Now, I'm trying to rectify that. I'm getting a little bit better. We have actually finished a few shows. So, all in all, I'd say I am improving, but it's a long road. So, this is one of those shows where we have stopped and finished it multiple times, or stopped and started multiple times. The anime is called Sword Art Online, and here's a basic premise of the show. Um, the anime is one of those early, uh, what they refer to as isekai, which is a show where a main character uh, either gets teleported or dies and gets reincarnated or ends up on some other world. Um, this one is unlike traditional isekai because unlike appearing on a different world, uh, he, uh, you know, outside of our own, it is an artificial world. Uh, it is created through... Um, like uh, they call it an amusphere or something. It basically, it's a helmet that you put on and it sends you to a virtual world. Um, it's quite an amazing anime, honestly. Um, it's one of my, what I refer to as gateway animes. For me, there's only a few that I really started early on in watching anime that really got me interested in watching anime. Uh, Fairy Tale was probably my very first, if you don't count Pokemon. Um, and then Sorted Online is probably in the top five earliest ones that I started. Uh, the basic premise, without ruining too much for you, is it takes place in our not-too-distant future where people have the ability to go into a virtual world where they put on a helmet that basically um, disables their body. And, and it's like if in the real world they were trying to move their right arm, in this virtual world that they're now in, their right arm moves. And so that's that's kind of how it works. So your physical abilities, to one extent or another, translates into the abilities of this game. Well, um, the anime starts with the rollout of the first 10,000 people who get access to this, this virtual game. And it's one of the earlier ones in this you know, fictional world. And the main character uh, whose uh, handle in the game is, is Kirito. Um, I don't remember his, his character's name throughout the rest of the show, but he goes by Kirito anytime he's in a virtual world, which is obviously more often than not. Uh, he and 9,999 other players uh, are in this 10,000 rollout, you know, beginning of the uh, video game's life. And while they're in there, uh, they're doing their thing, they're having a good time, and when they try to leave, they can't. And the creator of the game comes across and says, just so that you know, I've rigged your headsets, each and every one of them, which he was the inventor of these headsets, um, so that if you die in the game... There's something on these headsets that will fry your brainstem and kill you. So what it boils down to is, is you die in the game, you die in real life. So now you have 10,000 people who, have to beat, who has to beat a game that's 100 levels long with a boss at the end of each level, and they can't die, or that's it, no reset button. 
And it's, I don't know, it's really interesting because the vast majority of the players are teenagers, uh, late teens for the most part. So there's obviously some that fall outside of that, but for the most part, that's where they're at. And it's kind of a Lord of the Flies psychological type drama to one extent, because it's like, well, what happens if you're in a fictional world and you can't actually prove that if you die in the game, you die in real life because no one can get in or out of the game. Once you're in it, you're in it until you win, at which point everybody gets released. And so uh, it's interesting because some people hide in terror. Some people are afraid to go out of the safe zones. Some people bulldoze ahead and thrive. Some don't survive. Some do. Um, And some become uh, what they call player killers. And the question is, is do they really truly understand what they're doing or not? Uh, Are they really sociopaths? And so it's it's fascinating uh, from a psychological standpoint. Uh, and as the show progresses, uh, it, it obviously it evolves. Not the entire show is based off of um, that video game itself that they're in, Sword Art Online. Uh, there, there's characters and events in it that carry on throughout the entire show thus far. Now, my family and I are currently in Season 3. So to my understanding, there are uh, two seasons... And then it takes a momentary break and they interject it with a movie. Um, after the movie, then there are two more seasons, which, as far as I understand it, ends the show. Now, the show is based off of a light novel series, uh, which I, ha- I have actually read quite a bit of. It's, it's very good. It's an easy, lighthearted read. Um, well, okay, lighthearted is a poor choice of words. Um, there's lighthearted elements of it, but it's life and death. And then uh, there was, the creator actually went back because as you're watching the show, uh, the show doesn't go through all 100 levels. It goes through levels like one and two and then skips ahead to like level 30 and then skips ahead to level 50. And so you miss out on a lot of content in between. Is it pertinent to the plot? Maybe, maybe not, uh, but not pertinent enough that he chose to write it, at least initially. He's gone back and he's done a series called Progressive. Uh, which they recently made into a movie or a miniseries. Um, I'm not sure how much of it's going to happen. We haven't gotten to it yet. All right, so I've said all of that. Um, there are two things about the show that you must know. Uh, the, the writer isn't squeamish. And even though I would argue there isn't much in the way of blood in the show because most of the world or most of the show takes place in virtual worlds, that doesn't mean there is the lack thereof. Um, people are obviously killed in the in this show, and um, the the author likes to utilize the how should I put this in a way that that makes sense without being too graphic. Um, he likes to take the fairer sex and put them in incredibly difficult situations. Let's put it that way. Um, sometimes it doesn't go too far to the point where it's like, okay, yeah, I kind of saw where the author was going with that and at least nothing happened. Um, sometimes he goes too far. Uh, I'll make no bones about it. Uh, I will even tell you approximately where it's at in where we're at in the show. I know of two of two events that are like that. Um, the first season or two are broken down into a couple of primary stories. Uh, the first one takes place in SAO, Sword Art Online, and then the second one takes place in what's called Elfheim Online. The very, very end of the story of Elfheim Online is the first of these two events. Um, 
It is one where it's difficult to fast forward through because it's also critical to the plot uh, as far as what's happening. But I'll be honest with you, I think the author takes it a little too far in that one. So that's something to be aware of. Um, And then in season three, uh, a different online world or or virtual world that they're in, um, there's a scene where uh, these two people who are, let's call them high class or high born, uh, are definitely villains. And um, they've been doing some bad, but maybe not the worst possible things to a couple of characters. And then somebody calls them out on it, which triggers them to want to do something much worse. Um, you, based off that description, you should be able to see it coming before it happens. Uh, thankfully, that you can kind of skip over. Um, I wouldn't say the entire episode, certainly, but you can tell when the scene is coming and you can kind of skip past it. Um, of all the episodes, this one actually starts with a warning. The whole show is TV-14, um, but possibly that one episode. Uh, having said that, we haven't finished the show yet. So why do I even mention the show if obviously it's got some challenging things in it? Uh, part of it really boils down to the strength of character. There are characters in here who face incredible odds, and uh, it's largely about overcoming them, but to a certain degree, it's also a story of faith, um, which sounds odd in a fictional world, but it's also extremely true in this one because they are, once again, in a virtual world, at least at the beginning of the show, where they're told, if you die, you die in real life. But because nobody can come and go from this game, it's impossible to truly know if that is the case or not. And so you've got to live your life based off of that principle, very similar to mortality. Um, if, if somebody were to come to an individual and say, when this life is over, there is still more to come, how would you know that that is the truth or not? And how would that affect how you live your life? Um, it's kind of prophetic from that standpoint. Don't get me wrong. The show itself is not prophetic, but the same principle applies. So it's, it's something to ponder. Um, it's a good gateway anime, I would say for the, for the most part, other than those couple of scenes. Um, and it deals with a lot of PTSD, um, elements, people who've gone through very traumatic things, whether it's in the SAO world or in other cases. Um, there's a character in there who, Uh, was involved with a self-defense killing in the real world within the boundaries of the show and um, has to affect uh, has to face the reality of that for the rest of her life and it's interesting the 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 point of views that it gives on that so it's definitely one i would recommend but it's also definitely one i would recommend um being you know cautious and wary before you dive into it Uh, i don't want to repeat of um, when I recommended Stargate SG-1 to a person, a fellow coworker, many, many years ago. And I swear to this day that I told him not to watch the pilot, but he apparently either didn't remember or I had forgotten and got really mad at me when he watched the pilot. I had already, already talked about this before, but I want to give fair warning. It's fair warning is given. So anyways, um, and in the immortal words of my youngest son, Superman, Smile, be happy, and remember that you're worth it. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful day.